Okay, good news Sunday morning. Imagine the situation. There's a bad road accident, a man's rushed to hospital, and he's in a coma for three weeks. When he wakes up, he can't remember who he is. I, I sometimes have this problem just on a Monday morning. <laughs> uh, a woman visits him and calls him darling. She says that she's his wife. Children he can't turn up and call him daddy. Terrifying thing to lose your memory and not know who you are. Now, just in case you're worried, I know who I am. Do you know who you are? Yeah, you've got an idea. Thankfully, I've never experienced this story that I've just made up for you. But it does happen. But just imagine I need to prove who I am to someone in authority. How on earth could I do it? Suggestions, please. Preferably on the back of a £5 note or £10 note. <laughs> no, suggestions. How could I possibly know or prove who I am? <coughs> a passport. That, that would do it. A birth certificate. Yes. Anything else? Look in my wallet. <laughs> yes, I've... Yeah. You're all far too young and polite to mention this. But you could even have a, what is it, a free bus pass. <laughs> I've actually got one of all the things that you've suggested this morning. But look at this, this wonderful, pristine example of a birth certificate. Okay? I don't even know what they look like nowadays. But way back when, this is what this one looked like. And if I can read it... Um, it's, uh, it says I'm British, okay, or it, you know, it would prove I'm British. Um, and it says that I was born at 6 Strand Street, Shildon, County Durham. Now, if you decide to go on a pilgrimage, <laughs> as many have, <laughs> you wouldn't find it there now. Because the street has just been completely bulldozed and landscaped re-landscaped. Uh, just as a bit of a clue, it's near the, the railway station in Shildon. Uh, or, uh, that's right, the station's still there. And the railway museum and everything. Um, you all want to know when, don't you? <laughs> when were you born there? Well, according to this, it says the 10th of June. So that's all right, isn't it? No? <laughs> You want more? <laughs> Hang on, the light's very bad in here. <laughs> and, and the writing's fading a bit. <laughs> uh, all right, it was 19... <laughs> Did you get that? No, okay then. I'm not ashamed really, but it was 1944. Yep. <laughs> Never. Paul's my friend. It was a very good year. A very good year, absolutely. Thank you, Dave. Uh, so, I've got a birthday coming up in June soon. Will you all remember and send me a... <laughs> okay, it's only a piece of paper 
but it would be all that I would need to show who I am. And of course, there are other methods, as we've discussed already. But you know, you have to be born here to get, to get it, a birth certificate like that. Did you know, lots of people ask themselves the question, who am I? Now they know their name, they've got no memory loss, but they want to know, who am I? How did I get here? What is life all about? And that's a very good question to ask. Because at the end of that sort of quest, if you like, you, you, you might find out something wonderful that blesses you forever. Now, if you're as old as I am, you'll remember Scylla Black. Anybody here willing to admit to remembering Scylla Black? Oh, I see those hands. Wow, I wish this was the appeal. <laughs> Scylla Black. And uh, way back in the 60s, in the days of the Beatles, in their heyday, she sang a song that you might remember, What's It All About, Alfie? Oh, Barbara's got it already. <laughs> I mean, Irene, sorry. <laughs> it's my memory gone. What's it all about, Alfie? Is it just for the moment we live? What's it all about when you work it out, Alfie? Are we meant to give more than we... Can't remember the next bit. Is it receive? That sounds about right, doesn't it? Even if it doesn't quite rhyme the same. Yeah, what's it all about? Uh, some of you might have even seen that film, Alfie, way back when. I can, I can remember going to, to see that. Now, I was born because, now this is tr amazing, I'm educating you now. I was born because two people in love, a man and a woman, wanted to raise a family. We are here because a loving God created us, gave us life and breath so that we could be his family. Isn't it good to know that you're wanted? You know, sometimes people say, I don't know that my parents wanted me. And sadly, in some cases, that might be how it happened. But I want to say, God wanted you. And whatever mistakes people made, you are not an accident. You are here because God loves you. And, and, and in his plan, ordained that you would be here. Uh, he wanted us to be his family, to know him and to love him. And so that he could love us. That's why God created us. He wanted to love us and be to us our Heavenly Father. So who are God's children? Is everyone in the world a child of God? I mean, in one sense, the generic sense, we might say we're all children of God. Because by creation. But, but actually there's something, there's something more that... Doesn't quite, doesn't quite do it. Um, could we have John chapter 1 verse 12? Have you got that on the screen? Two seconds. John 1 verse Don't talk among yourselves because it'll be up any moment. 
Very good. <laughs> well, at least it gives me a chance to think about what I'm going to say next, doesn't it? <laughs> this scripture that is going to come up on the screen very soon <laughs> is one that you'll all recognise, I think. Is it there? Oh yeah, small writing, but yeah, oh I can almost see it. Yet to all who did receive him. Now this is talking about Jesus when he came into the world and his own people basically rejected him as their Messiah. But John chapter 1 verse 12 says, To all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. So, reading that verse there, gives me the idea that not everybody in the world is a child of God. But those who receive Jesus. So, that, that's something that we need to ask ourselves. Have I received Jesus? Maybe I've never, you've never thought about it before. Maybe you've never realised that it was an option that perhaps you ought to take. Uh, now for me personally, this came about when I heard a preacher explain that the wrong things I'd done in life, and I, w I was just a youngster when I heard this, so I hadn't really got round to anything big and major, but I knew I'd done plenty of stuff wrong. But the wrong things I'd done came between me and God and actually prevented me from having fellowship and relationship with my Heavenly Father or my potential Heavenly Father. But because God loved me, he sent Jesus. And if I'm really honest, I don't fully understand the mechanics of all of this. But I know it, but I believe it's true. A sort of exchange took place when Jesus died on the cross. He'd done nothing wrong, yet all my sin and wrongdoing was laid on him. And he carried it, if you like, to his cross. Uh, the Bible says that God laid our sins on him. And what I do know and believe is that when he did that, those sins were lifted off me and I was forgiven. Now, you can't undo the past, can you? But praise God, you can be forgiven. And God can so work in our lives that it's almost as if we'd never done it in the first place. The miracle of salvation. Now, we know we have done it. But listen, we don't have to live under guilt or condemnation because God forgives us. And uh, so if you were to say to me, how does it all work? Well... I just know it does work. Now, some of you here will, will understand, but if you go home and walk into your room and turn the light on, you press a switch or something like that, or you might have all this fancy IT stuff and you can even control your lights from your phone if you've got it all set up like that. Um, do you understand all the laws of physics that make that light come on in the room? 
Now, there will be some here that do. I know that. But the, the fact is, you don't have to understand it for it to work. <laughs> it works anyway. As long as the power's there and it's all, the circuits are all connected up as they ought to be, uh, it'll work. And you know, we might not fully understand the incredible mysteries of salvation, but they still operate for us if we put our faith. The switch really is faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus. He'd done nothing wrong, yet he died as if he had done everything wrong. God laid our sins upon him. You know, that's the good news. Praise God, we can be forgiven. We don't have to live condemned. We can receive the gift of his righteousness and, and eternal life if we put into uh, our trust in him. So a birth certificate if you're born. I hope you've got the John 1.12 birth certificate that you've received Jesus and because of that you're his child. Now a birth certificate also gives me the right to one of these if I can find it somewhere. Would you believe I've got a passport? The truth is over the years I've had quite a few passports. This is a cut up one now. Oh here it is. Just in case just in case naughty things were to happen with his passport now it's invalid. They, they, they cut a corner off don't they and send it back to you. And uh, I've got a few of these. I've even got one of the big black ones that they used to issue way back when, when Britain was something to be proud about. <laughs> uh, and I haven't got my current passport with me because it's actually in the passport office being renewed. Uh, and that's another story. Especially when they don't like the photograph you've sent in. <laughs> So, the king, it was originally the queen, but if you like, whoever is in power, and in this case, the king, has promised to protect me. And the first page says so. Now, the light is a little bit difficult here, and I haven't got my glasses with me, but let me just read this. Her Britannic, or in nowadays it would be, His Britannic Majesty's Secretary of State requests and ex and requires in the name of his majesty all those to whom it may concern to allow the bearer to pass freely without let or hindrance and to offer uh, him assistance uh, and protection as may be necessary okay Fantastic. I've got some powerful people behind me, you know. <laughs> Wherever I go, who look after me. You see, when I finally get my act together and decide to cycle around the world, <laughs> you've got to be crazy to believe that'll ever happen. <laughs> and I get arrested in outer Mongolia by the police, you can be sure... Well, <clears throat> I would hope, I'm sure, that one of the king's officials will want to know what they're doing to one of his majesty's subjects. Okay? It might work. <laughs> if it ever happens, I hope it does work. 
but I don't think I'm going to put it to the test. Uh, but look at the safety that Jesus promises to all his subjects. If our technical team are able to, perhaps they can put up for us John chapter 10 and verse 28. John 10, verse 28. Oh, here it goes. I give them eternal life. This is what Jesus promises. And they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Isn't that fantastic? Can, can you read that up there? Can you see that? Okay. So, my passport is only a little book, but it gives safety because of the authority behind it. And the Bible, God's word, gives us assurance of eternal life and safety forever. Now, I'm glad to be British. Uh, if I wasn't, I guess I'd be foreign. But that sounds a bit racist and xenophobic, doesn't it? I'm only joking, actually. But I'm, I'm glad to be, be, be a subject of, of this realm. Uh, but I'm even more happy to be a Christian. And it doesn't matter what country you, you hail from. Praise God, you can be a Christian. And if you're a Christian, as far as I'm concerned, that supersedes all nationality boastings or claims. Because we're citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And the King of Kings, the Lord Jesus, is our Lord. Uh, so I can enjoy the privileges of knowing Jesus and be a, system, a citizen of God's kingdom. So why have I told you all this? Well, some of you will probably say it's because you just like talking about yourself. But that's not true. I'd much rather talk about Jesus and about his love for you and his love for me as well. So then... As I sort of come to a close, really, is John chapter 1, verse 12, your birth certificate? Let me remind you, to all who received him, to the, uh, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. So, have you received Jesus? Straightforward question. You might say, well, I don't know how to receive Jesus. Well, when you hear the message of Jesus, you open your heart to him. And you invite him to enter your life and to become your saviour. And you put your trust and your faith in him. Now, I know that you've got a birth certificate wherever you're from. Because that's the way, you know, societies organise themselves. We give birth certificates. Every country does that. Uh, but have you been born again into God's family? That's the important thing. Opened your heart and life to Jesus. Now, you may have a passport to allow you to travel under the protection of whatever government uh, you, you know, you, was your sort of government uh, that issued your passport. But you know, every Christian has got God's assurance that he will protect them and watch over them. Isn't that fantastic? What a wonderful verse in the Bible that I sometimes remind myself of 
when Jesus said that I've promised never to leave you or to forsake you. Doesn't matter how bad it gets, the Lord is with you. Praise God. Every Christian has got God's assurance that he will protect and watch over them. And if anything really bad was to happen, it could only happen with God's permission. Because he's promised that in the end, even the bad things will work for the good of those who love him. Now I know things happen in life that no matter how wonderful a Christian you might be, that you will say at some points, and I've certainly said this, Lord, why on earth did you let that happen? There is no way I can see anything good coming out of that. That was a tragedy. That was terrible. But there is that wonderful promise that God will not in his plan for our good if we love him. And uh, sometimes it takes a little while for that to become evident. But I've, I can look back on things that I thought were an absolute disaster. And I can say God was actually working good for me in that. I'm not saying he sent his. But God, you know, is like a wonderful chess player. Doesn't matter what move we might make or the devil might make. God can still trumpet and... Uh, Checkmate, you know, eventually win, win the game. Praise God. So then, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are now? Okay. Do you have your spiritual birth certificate? Uh, can you say, I'm a Christian? God is my heavenly father. And I'm glad to be his child. I sincerely hope you can. And if you're not sure... I would love to help you come to know. In fact, you might have come with someone this morning who's invited you. And uh, they would be really able to talk with you and, and help you. But uh, if we can help in any way, that's the most important thing. Going to know who you are and to know ultimately where you're going. Let's just pray. Bow our heads in prayer. If, if there is anybody here this morning and you say, well, I would like to just nail this once and for all, that, that I belong to the Lord and that I'm opening my heart to the Lord. If there is someone like that, if you just to raise your hand where you're sitting long enough for me to see, then that would certainly encourage me. But we can pray for you. We can ask the Lord to bless you. Is there anybody here this morning? In that position. Okay, well, think about these things and allow the Lord and the Holy Spirit to just give you understanding and light on the stuff we've been talking about. And uh, by God's grace, come to see it the Lord's way. Lord, I want to thank you for your great love for us. I'm glad, Lord, that we're not just left to flounder in this world and live like orphans. But, Lord, you love us and you want to join us to yourself and to take us on as your children, your family. Not just in the sense that you made us, but in a very special and real 
an intimate way that you might have relationship and fellowship with us and enjoy our company. Lord, I pray for everyone in this meeting and everyone who might be listening or watching online that you will just speak to each one of us according to how we need to understand and where we're at. For your glory, I pray. Amen.